All right. Hello, 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 everybody. It is time. It is time. Yep. We are going to roast Microsoft. And we've got a little PSA about Brave. Brave has gone whole hog on AI, unfortunately. Um, and we're here to suggest that you move on to a different browser. Um, PSA? This isn't just a little PSA. <laughs> the hell you talk about, little... I could do the whole show just on the Brave thing. So it's not just a little PSA. Please disregard what my uh, ill-worded co-host here just said. It's not a little PSA, okay? It's not. It's a big damn deal, and I'm going to rant for approximately 15 minutes. I'm going to try to keep it to a 15-minute window on the whole Brave thing. We will get there, but we have bigger fish to fry, starting with our uh, favorite whipping boy, Microsoft. Yes. Uh, as you can see, we have the uh, Windows 12 leaks. This was uh, originally le leaked by uh, Gizmo China, uh, and they leaked internal docs between Microsoft and Intel because Microsoft was uh, effectively demanding that uh, Intel add AI-centric chips to or uh, processing parts to their chips because, well, Windows 12 is going to be even bigger into AI. Isn't that great? That's I wonderful. Mean, Big Brother is already watching every single thing you do if you're using the Edge browser or if you're on Windows 11 with the Copilot update installed. But they they just they can't get enough of watching you. They they thought up all of these new ways to watch you Got and have the AI report on all of your behavior. So they were like, hey, I got it, okay? So we just got everybody on 11. Well, actually, we haven't gotten everybody on 11. Uh, we're not we're even in the close. process of forcing everybody to 11. Um, and once they get there, they're going to get used to the whole AI thing. What if, what if, we just, we just made a brand new one that's entirely AI-centric? That's a great idea. Fantastic. Where the AI controls the whole darn OS. Woohoo! Yeah. Woo that's 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 Windows 12 for you. Yeah. Uh, quite literally. Yeah. Literally, the AI is going to be everywhere, everywhere. And so you know how they have this whole file indexing service that basically every operating system that's modern has where it's a whole indexing service and all it does is essentially list all of your files and then depending on what OS you are and the permissions level you've given it sometimes it'll even read what's in the file and put that into the index so you can very quickly make a search and it'll do an SQL search to this little local database and give you whatever file it is well Windows thought oh I shouldn't say Windows Microsoft thought you know that's worked for over a decade now Let's overcomplicate it and add AI to it. So now, on top of all of the other Big Brother sketchy shit, now Big Brother's gonna go through all of your files and put all of that into an AI database instead of just a simple SQL database that's locally hosted and doesn't need internet access. Now it's gonna put it all into a nice package, ship it off to Microsoft, so Microsoft knows everything that you've got on your computer and what's in those files, and then when you go to search for a file, It'll ask Big Brother, hey, Big Brother, um, I am looking for my bank statement. Yes, bank statement. I got you. Here you go. And they just are going to assume that you're going to be totally fine with uh, Big Brother going through all your documents and knowing that that's a bank statement. So, hey, 
Hey, big brother, Um, I'm looking for my social security card that I had to scan for whatever it is. Oh, don't worry about it. Your social security number is blah, 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 blah. Thank you, big brother. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's literally that they literally that's that's their goal. That's what they're doing, y'all. That's what they're doing. And by and, the way, they need, they by need the way, hardware we'll, to do it. We'll also be talking briefly about how to disable Copilot in in eleven, if you're interested. Yeah, I don't think you're going to be able to do it in twelve. Copilot is the OS. It pretty much. But hey, yeah. I, I, I digress. But yeah, so they need the hardware because they want to shove AI even deeper up your asshole. So they were like, how can we do that without dedicated hardware? And so this is what this this leak was. Um, they, and they were like, talking um, to... Uh, take a flying leap, guys. Yeah, basically. Our ships can do it on, uh, on their own. Uh-huh. <laughs> AMD was like, our 7000 series, we, we, don't, we don't need to put special shit in there for y'all. It's strong enough. It can do it by itself. Uh, so no. Intel, on the other hand, was like, yes, master. Whatever you say, master. And so it started uh, tinkering with the design of its, uh, what is it, 13th and 14th gen, I think it was. Something like that, yeah. Because, Which is really yeah, because it, it's going to it's gonna shoehorn. Plus, 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 plus. Right. It's going to start shoehorning some AI-centric uh, chip pieces in there just for Microsoft. Because... Whatever Daddy says, that's what that's what Intel does. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Meanwhile, at, while they're telling their favorite bitch boy Intel what to do, Microsoft has also decided that they're going to tinker with uh, their own processors. So you know, Apple, whatever Apple does, the industry follows. Well, Apple was like, well, Intel can go take a can go hop off a cliff for all I care. I don't like their shit. It's not performing the correct way. We're going to make our own processors, and they did. And they're damn good. Um, and uh, they're doing fantastic. And, well, now the industry is starting to catch up. So uh, the industry, meaning just in the computer space, the only they only have really one competition, at least one money-making competition, mm -hmm. and that is Microsoft. So they were like, well, Apple did it. So now we have to do it. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like this. So So, you know... Samsung makes their own chips. They've done that for a while. Finally, Google was like, well, we can't let Samsung show us up, so we got to make our own chip. So they make their own chip. Apple was like, we've been making our own phone chips for forever. Why don't we make our own desktop chips? Because fucking tell. So then they go and they do that. And now Microsoft's like, everybody else has their own chip. I'm making my own chip now. Great. Marvelous. Now we're going to get a whole slew of bullshit hardware. You know, Microsoft makes the, the best looking hardware. Have you ever seen like a Microsoft product? Compare it to an Apple. Apple is all this soft corner, rolling hill shit. And, and Microsoft looks like straight out of like a sci-fi movie. Everything's sharp lines and, 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 and industrial design. And it's all, waha, right? You know what I'm talking about? Like so. You get it? Yeah, exactly. But their hardware is always this sharp cornered industrious looking shit and i mean it looks great i'm not gonna lie it looks great but it's also the same hardware that if we were ever under like a, a new world order total gov single government type thing that's the uh that's the design language i feel like the entire world would go with everything is sharp corners 
you know, just to remind you that if you get out of line, we will cut a bitch. So don't get out of line. Um, it's kind of their design language, right? So they make the best looking hardware. The problem is, is everything on the inside of that hardware is just horrible. Software is horrible. Specs are horrible. Now we're going to have a horrible processor to go along with it. Can't Yippee. wait. Can't, I'm sure they're going to charge a huge premium for it. And, and they're going to try to take a page at Apple's book and mark it as something, you know, incredible. We've made the most wonderful processor. You're, and games, let me tell you about games. You're going to be able to game. So they might, you know, truth be told. Actually, it, they, it's probably not going to be that bad because they've got yeah, I was just about experience say, with Actually, Xbox. truth be told, <laughs> it might not be bad for games. It might be dog shit for office work, but it might not be bad for games. They might even call a good chip manufacturer and be like, hey, AMD, can we get another custom chip, but this time with our name on it? That would that would actually be good. So if you're going to do that, Microsoft, if somebody from Microsoft is watching this, if you could put the tissues down, stop crying for a second, uh, go talk to AMD about that chip. Don't Don't make your own chip, like actually make your own chip. Because you do you do enough fuckery, we don't need a fucked up chip on top of all of your other fuckery. Like, pretty much the only saving grace to a Microsoft product as of right now is that it's running something not made by Microsoft at the as the CPU. And so we can load Linux on it. So if you put a custom Microsoft-made CPU on it, you're just going to delay me and other people putting Linux on it. And that's that's not helpful. So if you're going to do something, make it with AMD because at least all of it will be open sourced, or at least could be you know reverse engineered more easily because everything else they do is open sourced. So that would be helpful. Mm -hmm. That would be helpful. But yeah. I, I, I digress. Um, as you see here, <laughs> they're going to try to the, the whole purpose is they want your operating system to be a service. So I'm going to pause for just a second and, and rip on this whole concept of operating system as a service. So there's this very popular service out there called Shells, very popular in the Linux world. They also offer Mac for some reason and Windows for some reason, operating systems as a service. And so in essence, you pay a subscription fee and you are allotted time to a cloud-based server that hosts a virtual machine of whatever you've, you've got. And their whole claim to fame is, is your personal computer is everywhere. Mm -hmm. What type of totalitarian nightmare? You I mean, who, who thinks this up? Who you goes, I know what we're going to do. We're going to take the personal computer and take the whole personal part away from it. And we're going to make them pay for it. It's a subscription. As I was saying, you will eat the bugs, you will own yeah. nothing, and be happy. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So we're going to take the whole personal part out of personal computer. The, what, what the letter P and PC stands for? You know, that that whole, like, kind it's of just seen it. found, found, foundational thing? Yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna to 86 that. Throw that in file 13. Um, we don't need that. We're just going to make them pay for it. And we're going to cram AI so far up their ass with it that uh, they're not even going to know what they have because we're not going to let them see most of it. It's literally Windows 12 in a nutshell right there. Mm -hmm. 
which is why Linux is looking all the more appealing if we care about our privacy at all. Well, hell, even if you don't care about your privacy, if you just would like a, a personal computer, you know, and you don't want to pay two, three grand for a laptop, you can go get a, a cheap one, load Linux on it, and guess what? It'll perform great. Um, you can get cheap hardware and run it with Linux and have a full PC experience mm -hmm. because unlike Windows, pretty much anything outside of XP, Linux can run with very low specs very well. In fact, there are whole Linux distributions designed specifically for that for use that. case scenario. Mm -hmm. Well, um, if you really minute. just even with shells, you do need some sort of thin client in order to you know phone in. Right. Well, I think the thought process was is you would do the subscription and then you'll go to like a public library and use their, you know, um, came with Windows 98 based desktop things. <laughs> and uh, that would be how you'd use your personal computer. But the truth <laughs> of the matter of fact is no, no, no. Listen, if you're so poor, you can't afford a personal computer. Maybe rethink your life choices. Just just maybe because really you can go and get like a chromebook and and you can do better for with bucks. the chromebook than you can with shells just don't do shells for a for a month well i guess it's not a month don't do shells for half a year and you can have a computer and yeah it might be a chromebook and yeah it might have dog shit specs but you know that's better you at least own that right you have something and, that is your computer and chrome os is essentially linux it's gentoo with a hell of it's a lot gentoo. of garbage on top of it but it's no quite literally it is gentoo linux with package manager forcibly removed and uh they've loaded a bunch of google shit on kind of like stock android <laughs> basically yeah um another little fun tidbit about chrome while we're on it uh, so Chrome OS, like I said, it's essentially Gentoo uh, with a bunch of Chrome stuff thrown in there. Um, there's a company called Cloud Ready, and they make what is essentially Chrome OS sans the Google shit. Well, I shouldn't say sans Google shit because they still use Chromium as was was their base. But in essence, you get a full experience versus this is just a browser with some android apps thrown in mm -hmm. um so for real don't do don't do a subscription service for a computer just don't have a computer for like six months and then you will own it and you have it indefinitely that is yours you never have to make another payment on it mm -hmm. no if you can't afford it you can probably get a payment plan for that hundred dollar computer and then at least you're paying towards something mm -hmm. you will eventually own it even though with Chrome OS, like with Mac OS and Windows, there the assumption is that you really don't own it because they're dealing with all the updating and you know responsible stuff for you. Eh. Listen, you know. if you get a Chromebook, you can go into the uh, what is it called, Crostini? I think it is. You can run Linux apps on it. If uh, if you're extra smart and you do a little googling, or I shouldn't say that. If you do a little searching, I recommend Yahoo Search, by the way doing a little searching you can uh find a way to get the terminal on the back end of it and in essence 
you can turn the entire thing to a Linux distro that just happens to have a really shit front end. I mean, <laughs> not hard, and it'll all run. Uh, you can shoehorn um, a package manager back into it, and I mean, you literally have a Linux distro at that point. Only mm -hmm. thing is, is you try to resist the urge to remove the Google shit once you shoehorn your package manager to it, because all that Google shit is necessary. Um, so just, you know, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, but I digress back into windows now. Yes. Back into roasting. Um, yourself. yes. Uh, so where was I? And then, then there's this, this is hilarious to me. Um, these guys took something that, uh, Nadella said way out of context and went, Wait, they're they're going to replace the start button with AI? <laughs> that that Wouldn't wasn't the point me. of what Satya said. Not that I really care, but you know, um, he's likening Windows Copilot to the function of the start button. <laughs> yes. Well, that's just sort of sh giving us a glance at Microsoft's hand. Uh, basically, just like if you're ever on a Windows machine, you always have that start button in that lower left corner. Or I guess I shouldn't say that anymore because now they decided to just, you know, completely fuck all of their workflow. So you have a start button somewhere on your screen. Somewhere. Always. Oh, and 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 aside from that, there's it's supposed to be the... The start, the taskbar is supposed to be floating now. Instead yes, of going all because, the way across the screen. At least right. in 12. They yeah, want to. We'll see if that lasts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so basically, you're just always going to have Big Brother there. That's that's essentially what they're saying there. Is Copilot will always be watching. I'm just waiting for the reports of, I'm sorry, Dave, I can't let you do that. When you try to do something and Copilot's like, whoa, you shouldn't be doing that. Why are you researching the inflation rate? You don't need to know that. Janet Yellen says tra it's transitory. That's all you need to know. And that we can afford to fight two wars. <laughs> That's right. Bread is, is, is just going to be $40. That's normal. What do you talk? Why are you searching for inflation? You don't need to see these things. No. And it'll just, you know, turn off whatever browser you're allowed to have. So, so here's the quote. The co-pilot is like, is like the start button. It becomes the orchestrator of all your app experiences. Tell me that doesn't sound just completely eerie. <laughs> yeah, so literally, this is what I was saying. Literally... You have to ask Big Brother for shit. Hey, Big Brother, I'd like to open uh, YouTube. And it'll say, you've already watched enough videos for today. And you go, but but Big Brother, I really, I would like to watch YouTube. That's too bad. I'm not showing you the browser app. It's not app. good for you to watch that much. No, internet. you've had too much internet time. How about this? How about we read a book? And it'll open up the Communist Manifesto. This is a good one. I like this one. Thank you, Big Brother. Appreciate that. <laughs> okay. And then, then when it, then when the little Windows hello, which is just a, a fancy way of saying we're spying on you. Hi. Um, 
when Windows Hello is like, I noticed you're not looking at the screen anymore. Here, maybe you'd prefer the audio version of the Communist Manifesto. Hmm. Hey, big brother, I'd like to turn my laptop off. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't allow you to do that. I can't That's what's let you think for yourself, Dave. No, you're not allowed to. Big brother, I, I would like to, uh, to to open a Word document and, and start working for school. Okay, Dave, but I'm going to be watching you if you start typing things that aren't right. You know what happened. It's, truth be told, we should really... That somebody in the FOSS community, if you're watching this, make a program. I don't do Windows coding, so I don't know how to do this. But make a program where we can change every reference of Copilot to Big Brother. And then we just refer to it as Big Brother. Or Hal. Literally. Yeah, or Hal. Hal would work also. Hal would be perfect. That would be great. It's essentially the same thing. Hmm. Yeah. Though Kubrick is that much weirder. <laughs> like but yeah yeah 2001 is uh yeah talk about some mental gymnastics to, to get through that movie <laughs> anyway but it yeah, completely it's... changes the user habits that's a direct quote mm-hmm. completely changes the user habits in other Translation, words on our you were end, doing way too much. Guys. Yeah, you were, we get yeah, to retrain. You were everybody. doing way, way too much researching. You were doing way too much reading of books that we don't approve of. You were doing way too much just things we don't like. So uh, we're gonna change that. Why are you browsing Gab, Dave? Yeah, you shouldn't be looking at this. Only crazy this bad people use this one. We're gonna switch you over to Facebook or Twitter. That's much better. Um, no, I was, I was doing good there. Ah, spent too much time on Gab. Sorry, I can't allow you to do that. What? Why are you signed into Truth Social? Why, why would you want to be yeah, there? Yeah, you shouldn't. I don't know why you'd want to be there. Oh, I know why you want to go to Truth Social. You want to look at President Biden. Okay, we can allow that. Here's President Biden's Truth Social. But I don't want to look at <laughs> President's Truth Social. I, I, <clears throat> I want to look at Trump. No, you're not allowed to look at that white supremacist anti-Semitic. What? Um, How is he anti-Semitic? <laughs> because he doesn't, he's not on with the program, you know? It's very anti-Semitic to be pro-America. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't uh, allow that. <sighs> so, yeah. You want to click through these? Oh, we've kind of we've nailed it all down on one article. Oh, no, no, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this one. Yes, this the one. Edge VPN. I saw this one yesterday, okay? My school requires you to sign into some stuff, okay? And the best way to use my school's stuff is through Edge, because that's what they fucking require. So even if you're on an Apple computer, you have to go get Edge. Everything is done through Edge. And you have to install this stupid extension that would work in Chrome or pretty much any link-based browser, they say no, it must be an Edge. They only put it in the Edge store. It, they just they just went out of their way to force the students into Edge, okay? Mm -hmm. I digress. So I have to use Edge. I hop onto Edge to do my schoolwork, and this thing pops up. We'd like to secure your connection. What? 
Um, now I'm good. And it pops up again. Try our free VPN. I'm sorry, what, Microsoft? Why am I going to trust you with that? <laughs> I already don't like your browser. I only use it for single task. Why on God's green earth would I say, here, have all of my data. You know what this is? This is literally a direct line to data. They were tired of getting obscure bits of data. They would just rather have the full, the full gamut. They want it all. Instead of just, you know, having their spies in their browser go, he went to this website. He, he clicked on this link. Here's all of the DNS queries for the past 30 minutes. Instead of just whispering that shit, they would rather just have it direct. So they started with this whole VPN thing. Now here's the thing, let's, let's highlight this. VPNs, the main purpose of VPNs is so you aren't being tracked. That's literally the main purpose. It's mm -hmm. to subvert tracking or man-in-the-middle attacks and to make you more secure. Okay, that's kind of the main purpose. They're going to go ahead and immediately, first bullet point, can you highlight that? The, 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 like, thought, the last sentence on that first paragraph. To conserve all the way down to VPN service. First bullet point. To conserve your allocated VPN bandwidth data, content streaming streaming sites such as Netflix, Hulu, HBO, and more, and more won't be routed through secure network VPN services. What that means is, is we're going to be searching and looking through all of your shit. And if you're doing something like video streaming, which we're going to know you're doing video streaming because we're How watching you. you. We're not going to secure that. So if you want to watch porn on our VPN, we're not going to let you do that. We're going to make sure that whatever network you're on that you're trying not to be shown as watching porn knows you're watching porn. We're going to make sure that if you're on you know, a network and you shouldn't be on Hulu or YouTube or, or Netflix, they're all kind of porn, or HBO, definitely porn, and, and you shouldn't be on that, we're going to make sure that they know. If you're trying to use our VPN to subvert censorship, or, or better yet, uh, geo-filtering, we're also not going to allow that. We're going to, because we're searching through your shit anyway, we're going to make sure that's not VPN connected. So that that right there shot themselves in the foot right there. Um, then, second bullet point, encrypts your data. It is. It is, in fact, encrypted. It's a direct connect to them, and they want to make sure they have a total monopoly on all of the spying on you. Protecting your network traffic. Yes. From everybody but, look, but them. Right. Is, your data is routed from Microsoft Edge through an encrypted tunnel to create a secure connection. Where? Where is the secure connection to Microsoft? They don't tell you because if they told you, you're going you're gonna to be coming to our office. In fact, we may have an employee just for your browser session who's just going to sit there and watch your screen. I mean, that literally is essentially what they're doing here. But they don't tell you that in writing. When using non-secure URL that starts with HTTP, it makes it harder for hackers to access your browsing data on a shared public Wi-Fi network. Which, yeah, that's what VPNs do. Yeah, but why but, are we trying? Why is Microsoft trying to insert itself as a man, uh, an even bigger man in the middle? Because ultimately, Windows is a man in the middle. But you know, yeah. Oh, this next one is laughable helps prevent online tracking. It does, from everyone but them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
keeps your your location private from everybody but Microsoft. Redmond knows and, uh, where you it, are. Right. But uh, but the other thing is, it keeps your location private unless you're trying to use that feature of VPN to watch movies. Then, no. They said that above. Access it with your personal account. They want to make sure that they know who they're watching. Not, not a corporate account, your personal account. <laughs> mm -hmm. They want to know who they're watching. It's free to use. For ki five gigs. Yeah, for five gigs, exactly. Well, uh, I mean, hey, I hey, suppose whoa, if you're pause, not streaming. Pause. You're invited to try Microsoft 365 for free. Go ahead, click that unlock button. I know you've been just itching for Microsoft 365. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this 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 page is literally laughable. Oh, and here's here's. Whoa! Go the... back. Go back. Control Z. Stop. No, no, no. Go back up. Go back up. Stop. Read that note. A Microsoft Edge sign-in is required to track free data usage. Thought we were preventing tracking. Uh. Wait a second. Hang um, on a damn second. Um, Satya, I I think somebody missed something here. <laughs> and access secure network every month. All bandwidth data that is required to provide the Microsoft Edge secure network service is automatically deleted at the end of the requested service window. Right. Because mm -hmm. anything is ever deleted on the internet. Not only that, what's the service window? Well, the service window is however long Microsoft needs to log it all and it, move it to another thing. Is it? Is it every month? Is it every session what what is it <laughs> yeah we don't know who knows mm -hmm. and here i have a hunch it's however long it takes microsoft to organize it and put it in their bigger database they keep on everybody and uh connor was already on this one <laughs> yeah intel and microsoft good old wintel from you know 30 years mm -hmm. ago um yeah <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Microsoft says right here like, that they hey, recently Intel. lost seven thousand. Um, going to need you guys to put some extra, some extra goodness in your chips from now on. Intel's like, yes, master. AMD's like, mm -hmm. take a flying leap. Our stuff's powerful enough as it we is. Already, yeah, our seven thousand already has a AI engine. We don't, we don't need to make a special one for you that's literally what the 7000 is though it mentions it right underneath the 7000 line there mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah that's we already hit on that one mm-hmm yeah hey whoa pause pause oh. go back oh damn it it's it, it's okay it's okay at the bottom there it says windows 11 leaves old pc users frustrated again It's it's all good. Anyways, Windows 12. This is just more of the same thing. It's a rehash of the same damn thing. Um, 
basically oh stop but there is one nugget of just just brilliance in here okay one nugget of brilliance ready <laughs> stop another significant change to the operating system would be the redesign of its lowest layers to modernize the system and enhance security this update known as core pc would allow for more module windows that can be adapted to each device. Microsoft may also open offer a version of Windows without support for Windows 32, with only access to the Microsoft Edge or the Microsoft Store, for instance. That little nugget of gold right there, in effect, is telling you, hey, y'all remember when Microsoft Windows in S mode? They're gonna do that, but that's gonna be a mainline thing. I tell you right now, it's not gonna be, maybe, I'm gonna be the main thing. I think you're gonna have to pay to get legacy support added on as a module, like a pro version, if you will. What's that? Well, you only pay $14.99 a month. So you only get, you know, the Windows apps and Edge, Which is you're only allowed Edge. Chrome OS, but the Microsoft version. <laughs> Right. You're only allowed this. If you want to add legacy app support, that's going to raise your monthly subscription fee from, you know, $12.99 a month all the way up to $22 a month. Just so you're aware. You you prepared to do that? <laughs> yes, overlord. Yes. Okay. Big brother, you can let it run uh, legacy apps now. Whatever you say, Matt. That's that's literally what what Windows 12 has in store for us. Isn't that nice? It's wonderful. Aren't you excited? And, you know, they're and, also working very hard to get Windows on ARM going in a meaningful again, way. In a meaningful way. Again. They tried and failed. Part yeah, and it says right here, gaming is another focus. Down here it says gaming is another focus. With features such as Quick Resume, originally from the uh, Steam Deck, uh, and allows puts the game, blah, 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 yeah, such as the ROG Ally or the Steam Deck. So they even mentioned the Steam Deck. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Um, I do feel like the, the modular to DX. Nice. Why would anybody we were, still use DX when we could just use Vulkan? Exactly. It could integrate a standard API for super sampling techniques like FSR or DLSS or XDSF. Oh joy. Um, well, I mean that does make things easier for sure but do we really trust yeah. microsoft with this no we don't trust microsoft with shit i don't trust microsoft do any you oh, know here's, here's i want to pause just for a second for a second yeah i want to pause just a second hey microsoft you know how you're doing this triple e thing that you don't want anybody to know you're doing the triple e thing to linux if you truly do love linux where is my office suite for linux you made Teams. You made Skype. You made Edge. Where's my Office Suite for Linux? Because to date, I still don't have can't an official have Office Suite for Linux. You can't have No, that, I'm not allowed to have that. And the Teams for Linux isn't even the full Teams. We're limited to four window, four participants in a meeting. Four. If you have a meeting with more than four on the official client, they don't get you don't get to see their picture. Uh, the web client has 16, so I can see 16 people on the web client. Wow. I'm just saying, if you, if you truly love Linux, Microsoft, where the fuck is my office suite? You know why you won't give us the office suite? Because you know. 
You know that that is your bread and butter. That is the util package that keeps people suckling at the teat of Windows. That's literally the only reason I have Windows in a VM is to run the Office Suite because some files just don't work in the off in the uh, boss office utilities. Mm-hmm. They just don't. The features are missing. Stuff loads wonky. It's just it just doesn't. And they know this. Mm-hmm. So, if you truly love Linux, okay, and you truly want to do that, where the fuck is my Office Suite? Good question. Well, Satya, where is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Continuing on. Apple and ARM. I don't remember yes, what got me started on that. about that already. Uh, yeah, they, that's the other thing. They got they have Apple Silicon supported Office Suite. That's what got me going. So you got the whole Office Suite for for Mac, right? Um, and Which, it's, by the it's way, a full fledged one. Out of the hood, yeah. It's it's full fledged support. It's one on one. You can do everything you can do on the Windows version on the Mac version. One to one. The layout might be slightly different, but feature wise, it's the same same thing. Um. So, yeah, that's that's what got me going was the Apple Office Suite. Okay, so then with twelve, they're expecting Microsoft to offer offer optimizations for ARM. Yeah. Okay. Um. And actually, we genuinely see ARM as kind of the wave the wave of the future for PC. It's it kind of flies in the face of the classical understanding of PC is modular, but uh, we're headed for AIO. It's just what it is. Uh, as much as as much as our inner geeks don't like it, it that's the direction we're headed. Um, there's not much we can do to prevent that, unfortunately. It's just that much more efficient um, but yeah so Qualcomm is well I'm sure you guys have heard about Qualcomm and their uh, what is it, Elite X or whatever that's their that's their latest uh, PC SOC um, they have a whole new architecture called Orion uh, they're also Microsoft. Or, is also you mean Orion? To... Well, they're not calling it Orion. They're calling it Orion. I think it's really okay, stupid. Well, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it Orion, spelt wrong. <laughs> you would. Uh... <laughs> anyway. Um... <clears throat> MediaTek. Oh, joy. So we're going to let more potatoes in. <laughs> MediaTek chips in the in the industry are known as potatoes. Um, they're just crap. Um, or at like least they have been historically. Tech. I'm going to be honest with you. They make good stuff. They're, they're not the best. I don't think they're trying to be the best. But I do like them. 
Uh, and yeah, Qualcomm will no longer have exclusivity with Windows. Which, okay, cool, I suppose. Um, And by the way, uh, Linux on ARM is a thing. So if you run a if you want to run ARM, you can do it on Linux too. After all, last I checked, um, Android is basically the Linux kernel with a whole bunch of extra garbage on top. That's literally the Linux kernel. They took the Linux kernel, added a whole bunch of uh, Java-related things, and uh, sealed it back up and said, "Live Frankenstein, live." <laughs> literally what it is that's why you can't run uh android apps on linux natively with the correct additions you can Mm -hmm. let's see anything else interesting in this one um not really yeah (laughs) co-pilot Oh, fun. So, <clears throat> apparently, Copilot can mess with your app icons on multi displays. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, You've been clicking that link too many times, boy. I can't <laughs> allow that anymore. A uh, hundredth time, big brother. My name is John. Whatever you say, boy. You've been clicking this. Yes, exactly. You've been clicking this button too many times. So I'm going to move it again. Stop. I can see a picture now where you're chasing a damn icon because Big Brother says no. (laughs) Finally, it'll just get mad at you and put a a fake sticky note over it. (laughs) Do not click. That's what will be on the uh, thing. And you'll move the sticky note, and it'll put another one. I said, do not click. And you'll move the sticky note. Damn it, if you click this button, I swear, I will turn the screen off. Moves. Double click. So Screen turns off. I told you. I told you. Yeah. The gum- Microsoft says Windows devices using more than one monitor might experience issues with desktop icons moving unexpectedly between monitors or other icon alignment issues when attempting to use Copilot in Windows. In the preview. Nice. <laughs> if that doesn't tell you that Copilot's too deep in your business, why are you even listening? <laughs> You know, actually, that might not be a bad thing. I can think of a, of a few people oh, who Lord. might need Big Brother to move icons around. Maybe just take them off the desktop. Maybe move things into correct folders. You know who I'm talking about. We're not going to say their name, but <clears throat> I hope they're listening. That's right. Still thinking about that god-awful desktop setup I've heard of. Just, <laughs> just an extra special cookie just for still you. Still giving him nightmares. It still is. Still is. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was pretty much it. And 
you can disable it. Great. Spy 11 and O&O Shut Up 10 have been updated with the ability to ditch Copilot. So if you're if you're if you feel like you're stuck using Windows and using Windows 11, you're not by the way. Um, but in case you feel like you are, you can use these tools. They exist. They can shut off all the telemetry, at least until your next update. Um, they can even uh, limit the OS's ability to update automatically, which has been the bane of many a user's existence. Yeah, ever since uh, 10. Mm -hmm. When they decided, no, you don't get to just not update anymore. You have to update. Absolutely must. Mm -hmm. You do not have a choice. Um, because ultimately, they don't think that you're smart enough to know what's good for your computer. Yeah. Well, well, the computer, not mm -hmm. your computer. If you're running Windows on your machine, it's not your machine. It's the machine that you have been allowed access to. <laughs> but yes, take a look at uh, Do Not Spy 11 and uh, O&O Shut Up 10, which also works on Windows 11, by the way. Um... It will, Do Not Spy 11 will also get rid of most of the ads, even in, <laughs> ads in File Explorer? I'm sorry. Yeah, I told you about that. Yep. Uh, they, they, they started tinkering with that early into 10, and then they were like, okay, well, because originally what they were going to do is they were going to offer up actual ads, like advertisers could put ads in your File Explorer. And I made a parody about that. I went and got a porn ad and put it in there and said, coming soon to you to the, the computer near you. And uh, sent that to everybody I know who still uses Microsoft. And they're like, they'd never do that. And I was like, we will see. And then I would send them a, a blog post from Microsoft where they were, they were asking their little test group of people to uh, give their feedback about ads, internet ads being in their uh, file browser if it you know hindered your use of the file explorer oh and in windows ink workspace yes no there's there's literally ads they still do the ads and in now the they're, they're they're more <laughs> right there's ads everywhere throughout the whole thing it's it's the whole operating system is adware um but all of that is run it's all microsoft ads so example you'll be in the file explorer and you'll be opening up, I don't know, uh, a .txt file, a simple text file, and uh, you'll get a uh, random pop-up, because it is in fact an ad, saying, Microsoft Office can open this for you, click here. And you'll click that, and it'll take you to the uh, Windows Store to go pay for a copy of Office. No. That's that's what it do. Mm -hmm. That's what it do, Yugi. Since they, it, oh yeah, if I remember right, in 11, they actually killed WordPad, didn't they? Yeah. Hmm. Not yeah. WordPad, they killed Notepad, not WordPad. Oh yeah. Simple text editor. Yes. Now you just have the rich text editor. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, so, yeah, I guess the initial version of Do Not Spy 10 allegedly carried <laughs> an advertising pushing plugin. Hmm. Not malware, but it was identified by some AV apps as a potentially unwanted program. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why they would do that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, oh no, shut up. 10 doesn't, doesn't even need to be installed. <laughs> you just open it and it can do what it needs to do and get Microsoft a little bit more out of your business. <laughs> Not really. It just makes it hidden. Yeah. It's still there. Still watching. You know, not, not for you to see anymore. And, you know, the only way to really get rid of it is to just move on from Windows. Linux is the way to do that. There's one of the ways to do that. You could also go to Apple, which is better. Yeah. So, yep, yeah, we just had the, the most recent Windows 11 update. Woohoo. Um, allegedly the last one before Windows 12, because Windows 12 is supposed to be coming out in about a year. Um, yeah, October. October uh, 24 is when they're going to do 12 with uh, new devices. That's, that's their goal. They want to do October 2024 release, new devices. They're going to push 12 then uh so from here on out essentially it's just going to be security patches mm -hmm. for another few years everything else goes towards uh 12. yeah um and you know from from our perspective this whole thing is dumb anyway um and actually it looks like instead of windows as a service because windows 10 was supposed to be the last version of windows ever right now we're back but that to didn't go very well for them games. at all <laughs> now they've gone back to their old model of new windows every year no every three because every three the same difference because uh they realize surprise surprise people like to own stuff they really don't want to pay a subscription for a computer. That's not their thing. Huh. Shocking. Oh, chat is now absorbed into teams. Because nobody was using yep. chat. <laughs> uh, more exciting changes. Uh, this is not exciting. <laughs> this sounds like, uh, this sounds like Connor's, <laughs> Connor's IT prof. <laughs> Bend over. Yeah. Oh, yes. <sighs> and in spite of all this, 
guess what? <laughs> Windows is at its, or yeah, Windows is at its lowest market share in history. Yeah, 57% and dropping. Everybody's like going to Chrome OS. Thinking rock. Everyone's going to Chrome OS or Apple, and I continue. I would continue to push that. And actually, Linux is even up. We're up to two point fifty five percent. When within my lifetime, we weren't even at a percent. Yep. When I started using Linux, the, it was like point two seven percent of the market. So. Mhm. Yeah, um, but no. Uh, if you're if you're in the the market for a computer. Um, and you don't want to do Linux, which I can understand. Go get a Mac if you can afford it. If you can't afford it, go get a Chrome OS device. All three of these, Mac, Chrome, and Linux, in essence, all come from the same tree. They're just branches on the same tree. Um, yeah. It's fantastic. I'm, I'm so happy about this. They continue to drop, as you can see, throughout the years. It's It's... It's a drop. They continue to drop. And and I can tell you, they will continue to drop as they continue to do stupid shit like cramming AI up your ass. I mean, hell, Apple, Apple, right? Which I like to, to rag on them when they fuck up. But I also like to give them praise when they do good things. Um, Apple, they have this, I guess you can call it AI, although I don't think it's intelligent at all. This thing called Siri, right? And um, they know... It can be helpful, but they also know not to cram it down your throat, which is why if you're on a MacBook, for example, it just kind of lives up there in the corner. It doesn't look at your files. Um, it doesn't look at your text, like what you're typing. It it kind of just sits up there. Um, they didn't even replace Spotlight Search, which is that indexing thing that's worked for decades with it, which is what Windows or, or Microsoft is trying to do in 12. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just like, we already have all this functional shit. Why on earth would we AI all the things? Nah, we're good. We're going to put it on the desktop so people can use it should they like it. But uh, yeah, it's just going to kind of sit there. You have to specially call it, okay? If you want to use it on, on, on Mac, for example, Spotlight Search Keyboard Command is Command Space. You have to hold command space for a solid three seconds if you want to do it via that way or you got to click it they don't even auto do the hey siri stuffs um no go away they don't even they don't even do that on the on the on the <laughs> you just triggered on the macbook you? yeah i did you you have to go into the settings and toggle that on because by default they don't do that um so apple which is kind of known as the cool computer um, even they're like, why are you cramming AI down, down everyone's ass? Just stop. Stop. If you want to add it to the desktop, fine. Be my guest. But don't cram it down everyone's throat. No one likes it. No one. Outside of y'all. Hell, Microsoft should have known that they can't make an AI when Cortana failed so miserably. I mean, how big of a fail do you have to have that you push it out there and then you just sneakily remove it via a Windows 10 update and never talk about it again? That that ever happened. What are you talking about? Cortana? No, we never, we never we didn't have a Cortana. What is this? Are, are you talking huh? about Halo? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Cortana, what is that? No, it's just gone. I remember the search box used to be a Cortana box. And this was basically Copilot's predecessor. Um, but Microsoft, like with most things, can't make anything themselves. They have to steal it from others. So when Cortana failed miserably, as we expected, they were like, oh, we just got our ass handed to us again. Um, what are we going to do about that? And then somebody was like, well, I guess we could give a billion dollars to OpenAI. What? Well, you know, OpenAI, they got a, like a great thing going and it's all open source. Like we could just take that. Why would we take that when we could own that? Well, you can't really own it. It's, it's open. Yeah, but we can put it into that. What do you mean? Put it, It's in the name. And? So? Somebody get my checkbook and get, get somebody from OpenAI on the damn phone. Uh, hello, this is OpenAI. Yeah, we're, this is Microsoft. We'd like to give you a billion dollars for you to sell Mr. out. Altman, um... <laughs> yeah. We'd like to give you a billion dollars. Would you Would you, Would you? you uh, come over here, get on your knees, and uh, start doing what I pay people to do? Uh, a billion dollars? Yeah, billion dollars. And that's just for sure. 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 I'm even going to be nice. I'm gonna buy you knee pads. Get over here, and that's how that went. That's that's a representation of how that went. <laughs> and now yeah. OpenAI is only open in name. Mm-hmm. Isn't that nice? Thanks, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. And they just they just did a quick hot swap. What is Cortana? We never had Cortana. We did have Copilot though. Copilot's always been here. Yeah, it's always. It's this been is our not thing. AI you're looking for. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <sighs> Pretty soon we won't have to rip on Microsoft because they'll be, you know, gone. At the rate they're going, I think within my lifetime, they'll be dead. They'll be one of those lines at the very bottom of that chart. Because, I mean, they already lost, they already lost Enterprise and Server. Yeah. Hell, that's, their own that's cloud doesn't even run on Windows Server anymore. Nope. They have their own Linux distro that powers all of their stuff. When you go as a business and you want to run a Windows Server for God knows what reason, they spin that up on their Linux-powered server stack in a VM powered by Linux, and it runs your Windows Server instance, okay? But everything around it is Linux. You, you, the company, are more dependent on Windows Server than Windows is. <laughs> Which, you know, makes total sense, not. Ain't, ain't that just sick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, this right here, this wonderful line that's on a downward... Trend. Downward trend. I like it. I like it. Let's see. What? This just since 2010. Yeah, they've literally been losing like crazy. And they've lost, what, 40% market share? Damn yeah. close. About 40%. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> And, you know, the irony is that back in the 90s, Bill Gates actually saved Apple. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think there was a part of him that knew that there needed to be some alternative. And at that point, it sure as hell wasn't going to be Linux. No. Because <laughs> at that point, Linux was, uh, hmm. let's just say difficult to use. <laughs> Batteries not included. Very much so. You got to make the battery. <laughs> or you had to. Yeah. Basically, if, if, if to put it in the uh, analogy of a cake, okay? Linux was a cake. But uh, you didn't even get pre-ground flour. You had to take the, uh, the a la bard route. You're going to need about 40 acres. And uh, you're going to have to go to Home Depot and get a bunch of illegals because you're going to have to start making that steel mill so that way you can make the oven. What? <laughs> Sorry, and, what? And the, and the green mill. Yeah, you're also going to need a big rock because you're going to have to mill that, uh, that wheat. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, that's... That's how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it will take you a long time, but eventually you will have a cake. You just gotta. You maybe grow the years grain by that point. And, yeah, you're gonna have you know, to grow the grain. Grown, but you'll have a cake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You will eventually in, have a cake. Just in time for their 25th birthday. Correct. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's the level of difficulty. When I joined. When I started using Linux, I was in, uh, I want to say it was middle school. No, no, I had just, yeah, no, it was middle school. It was eighth grade. Um, and I got involved and it was Ubuntu. I was 9.04. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a different world back then, man. To put it into perspective back then, um, Wi-Fi wasn't a thing oh, wifi, for Linux. <laughs> if you wanted Wi-Fi, you were going to need another computer that was running Windows, and uh, you were going to have to go get all of the Broadcom drivers yourself uh, and uh, make them and put them onto a USB drive and walk over to wherever your uh, other computer that you had Linux on and put them on the computer via USB drive and then you'd have to go back to the other computer the Windows computer and uh, go get the instructions for how to install them because they are proprietary stuff and for whatever reason um, they were just they weren't going to touch that with a 10 foot pole they just they weren't if you want they would they would tell you how to do it but they weren't going to do it for you. They weren't going to include it. They weren't going to provide it. They were going to do nothing about it. But they would tell you how to do it. But they don't want to get in trouble. So that's on you. Here is how to make the Wi-Fi work for you. And yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was only slightly better when I started with 1204. Slightly. Like nice. it was, it was available in a non-free repo at that point. I think. Oh, cool! No, but we even didn't have then, repos. it was spot. It was anybody's guess if it was actually going to work for you. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, no, no, we had, we didn't have it as repo. You'd have to go to the manufacturer and get the, uh, the blob, <laughs> and oh, go put the blob in the correct folder yourself, and then. Go tell at the time the uh, 
the the what is it? Oh, I'm just blanking. Um, the init system and all of that, where everything is, and we used a different init system back then. We used something called Upstart. Mm -hmm. Actually, originally it was SysV, and then they moved to Upstart. Mm -hmm. um, and you'd have to tell it all where all of this is, and and God help you if you forget to give uh, the uh, execute permission because then it's just not going to work and mm -hmm. the error message is going to be you know hieroglyphs so good luck um it was it was like a puzzle but uh the fun part is is once you get wi-fi working at least in ubuntu 9.04 once you get wi-fi working there's no guarantee that it will continue to work mm -hmm. it, it might just die at random for absolutely no reason and uh, if you want to know what the reason is, you can ask for a log. Good luck interpreting it. Yeah, good luck interpreting it. That's that's the Linux that I joined, okay? And now, now Linux is so good. Um, Wi-Fi comes out working out of the box 99.9% .9 of the time. Um, unless you're on some weird system like Geeks. Or Alpine. Yeah, or, or Alpine. Um <laughs> But 99.9% .9 of the time, Wi-Fi works out of the box. Uh, all your proprietary drivers work out of the box. Hell, it'll install the proprietary drivers in the install process. Mm -hmm. So if you have a graphics card. I mean, you guys, you guys. I Earlier in the year, I was messing around with Alpine because Connor has a major stiffy for it. Um, I do. <laughs> and I do. And I was messing around with it on the very machine that I first installed Linux on. Yes, I still have the machine. It still works. Barely, thanks to a certain child who likes to rip the keys off the keyboard, but it works. Um, and I had flashbacks trying to set up the Broadcom wireless. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, mm. is this 2013 again? It's real fun, <laughs> real fun. Listen, back when I was using Linux, the uh, window like manager was Compiz. That was that was the oh, main man. show. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know Linux, you know how old that is, okay? Ooh. Hmm. Ooh. Truth to be told though, the only feature from Compiz that I that I miss that I now have back is wobbly windows. Love wobbly windows. <laughs> Yeah, that figures that that would be something you'd like. <laughs> Other one I really liked was uh, the animations. So I had, I, uh, you know, this is this is a long time ago, okay? Like, two, was it 2009, I think it was? Um, yeah, it, was, it would have been April, around April of 2009. Um, my favorite animation for closing a window is it would just burst into flames. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, the super yep. cringy stuff. Yeah, all, all oh, of yeah. the comp is cringe. Every cringy compiz feature I had it turned on. I wanted my windows to wobble, catch on fire. Um, everywhere my mouse went, I want a little flame or something to follow it. I later turned that into rainbow sparkles because I think it's I'm pretty. sure you did. Um, yeah, no, all, all of the features, I had them all. <laughs> the, the cube trans, transition for changing the virtual <laughs> desktops, the, the cube, the one that was like, ungodly buggy 
Yeah, that was like super stuttery as it would try to do this on this on this penny. What is it? I think got a Pinium three or Pinium two, something like that. I mean, this. Oh, don't make me that. Yeah, that was that was my hardware. Can't have been a Pinium two. It was old. It was <laughs> an old old thing. Because Pinium two wouldn't have had wireless. I had wireless card, separate wireless yeah. card. Hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> no, no, I have to explain. My wireless card, okay? It was a literal card. Thick card. You know what I'm talking about? You should mm -hmm. have a card slot. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. It was a Linksys wireless card. Literal card. <laughs> and I'd slide that into the side of this ancient Dell. Um, and it had lights. And it had an antenna on it. And that was how I got Wi-Fi. Yep. Yep. Actually, now, now that I think about it, mine wasn't a Dell, it was a Gateway. Ooh, Calendar Box. Yeah, I loved that <laughs> thing. Mer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, they brought Gateway days. back. <laughs> Gateway has returned. Yeah. Somewhat. It's HP. Yeah. But it's gateway. Okay. Um, you and I can reminisce about ancient hardware after this. Let's let's mm -hmm. land this plane. Alright. So Brave. Yes. I've been I've been encouraging people to switch to Brave for a while. Probably at least a year. Um too long. Yeah. Um I and even using Brave Search. I don't use Brave Search anymore. I have it for a while. Because it's just Google and Bing. Mm-hmm. And they've had their stupid little AI summaries at the top for, I don't know. That that was what really turned me off, actually. Um, I'm just <laughs> like, no, I have no interest. Um, and now it's all through. Now they've got Leo. Which is Facebook's, Facebook's, it's literally powered by Facebook. Okay, Meta, it's literally Meta. It is It is Facebook's AI crammed into the Brave browser. That's literally what this is. I was so shook by this news that I went and downloaded Brave, which I haven't had on my desktop for a while now, because I told everybody a while back, hey, uh, I don't like Brave anymore. They're doing some sketchy shit. And everyone's like, well, you know, they got to make money somehow. Or, yeah, but it's still the best option available. You know who? You. Um, mm -hmm. No, it's not. It's so much not. Okay? I knew something was fucky with Brave as soon as they came up with Brave Search, which I use also. And uh, instead of doing their own thing, which is what they told everybody they were doing, eventually they got in trouble for that and had to come clean. And they're like, okay, so our own thing is actually Bing. Mm -hmm. We take Bing searches, we reorganize them, and we give them to you. And they, they, they got in trouble for that. People didn't like that. And they were like, okay, fine, fine, fine. We're going to add Google search to that. The fuck? Why? 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 What? You literally become the thing you tried to destroy. Anakin. Anyways. Anyways. That's you were what supposed Brave to Search destroy was. the Sith, not join them. Right. 
Then, then, <laughs> it ups and goes, actually, now you can pay for ad-free Brave with Brave Search Pro. What? Ooh. No. Then, then, they started cramming this Brave VPN, which was originally exclusively for the iOS app, okay? Just on iOS app, you could get the Brave VPN. Then they added it to the desktop app, and now it's everywhere. Everywhere you go, Brave VPN. Pay us to have a VPN that goes directly to Brave. What? No. Then they started with this Brave news shit, which is all just mainstream media. You're not you're not allowed to add custom news sources. You got to use approved sources because it's curated, which is a fancy way of saying censored. Um. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. When they added the, the Brave News and I couldn't put my own stuff in there, I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Goodbye. <laughs> for real, I can't even. Me. Right. So then I switched over. I used Labrie Wolf for the record. Um, by the way, <laughs> by the way, I use Arch. That's that's kind <laughs> of the vibe I'm going for here. Anyways, yep. no, Labrie Wolf. Um, Actually. Then, now, this news comes out. They've now shoehorned AI into all of the things. So I went and got AI, the uh, the AI-infested Brave. I went and downloaded it because I had to see this with my own eyes. And uh, to my surprise, when I pull it up, it pops up right away. Hi, I'm Leo. I'm powered by Meta. I'm sorry, what? N no. You've you got to be kidding me. What? Are you kidding me? Meta? So then I went and uh, went to a website. And every time you go to a damn website, it'll pop up on the side there. Would you like me to summarize this for you? No. I don't want you to summarize this for me. What I want to do is read it. That's why I went here. But I can summarize it for you. Why wouldn't you want me to summarize it for you? Why would you read the whole article when I can tell you the important parts? Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Hmm. I'm good. So yeah, and they offer a paid version, which is comes back to that whole extortion thing. Apparently, they saw Microsoft getting people to pay to have their data held ransom, and they were like, we can do that too. Why not? <laughs> Yeah, why not? So $15 per month will pay you a ransom to get better Leo. However, I, I did do a test, I and, and Matt can attest to this. Leo on first run did pass the cake test. It didn't do as bad as Bard. When I asked it how to make chocolate chip cookies, it didn't tell me to grow 40 acres. Uh, it said, go get flour from the store. So that is good. Pass the test. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They started testing this back in August in a nightly version, but uh, starting today, meaning yesterday, well, actually, it's two days ago because it was it, it went official on the second. Uh, they started putting it in. Um, what this article fails to tell you is uh, version one point six zero point. I think it's one blah 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 whatever it is, which is the most recent. Mm -hmm. uh, the Leo feature is now by default disabled. You have to go turn it on. Oh, um, and this comes after a little bit of pushback from the community because many people myself included don't like leo popping up unexpectedly 
trying to tell you it can summarize things for you or instead of giving you the search results just telling you stuff on the side um so yeah the most recent version of brave which is still 1.60 but it's a hot fix mm -hmm. um it is disabled by default but it is still there it's just not turned on you can turn it on if you decide you want to play with it okay um, so it's llama 2 and claude which are kind of and also rans um in the llm space um I mean, we we talked about we talked about Llama two. I don't know, probably a month ago, when Meta's like, "Hey guys, we're still here. Um, oh, we're making Llama two open source. Everybody should like that, right?" Oh. Yeah. Uh, except for the fact that all that data is still going back to you know Meta's systems, um, and if you're not using meta or instagram anyway then why would you bother yeah well you may be using brave and feeding it see so brave when it first came out this is the reason why this is such a big deal in case you've never been affiliated with brave when brave came out their whole mission was to not be like big tech their goal was effectively to help you subvert the censorship and tracking and all the other stuff of the other big tech guys and over the years, as they went from being a passion project to an actual company where making money is the bottom line, they slowly turned into the very thing they, they set out to, set, to separate you from. Um, it started, like I said, first they came out with Brave, the browser, which was open source, still kind of is. I mean, most of it is. Uh, then, then they started with the VPN which wasn't open source. Uh, that was a service. You'd pay for the VPN service. Then they started with this Brave Rewards shit, which is, in essence, ads. They're going to allow select ads, and they're going to pay you for seeing those selected ads in a cryptocurrency that they created, which is the worth Brave dog shit, by the way. Right. Then, when not very many people cared about BAT... Uh, they were like, okay, uh, what do we news? Do? What if we put news in the browser? Ha ha. And I'm sure they get a kickback from the curated news list. Then they started with the Brave search, which they eventually made the default of the Brave browser. So you get Brave search, which is just being rebranded. Then they added Google because they got in trouble. And for which, whatever the reason, way, they decided to go. Go as well. Yeah, literally DuckDuckGo. Uh, then they decided, okay, so we have with Bing and Google as our search. What if they wanted to pay for like no ads? Yeah, oh, we'll do that. Catch this. Brave laid off 9% of its staff in October. Mm -hmm. huh. Oh, nice. On its own indexing solution. I have a hunch it is highly still dependent on Google, though. But I digress. Still, they, they just progressively moved the goalpost again and again and again and slowly become big tech-ish. And now they're trying to cram AI down everyone's throat. Isn't that nice? So nice. Yes, Keyboard Destroyer has poked his head out. 
Connor knows good. what I'm talking about. And that's yeah, that's that's it. We're 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 done. We're good to land this plane. Thanks for watching. Remember, death to email. Uh, let's go, Brandon. And uh, yeah, there you go. Just did the whole thing, and it didn't take me an hour to uh, sum it up. Unlike my long-winded friend. <laughs> yes. You know, like, subscribe, share all that good stuff. Leave me a comment. Yeah, leave so, a comment. Do do do. In fact, do the commenting. Comments uh, are good. Okay. Music is Warzone by Honor Nobody Beats. Thanks again for watching. See you guys next time.